Mornings at Research Shows Podcast. Research Shows Podcast. Research Shows Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to Research Shows Monday morning show. I got with me Black Ice and Kelly. How y'all doing? Good, feeling good. All right, so we're going to jump right into this story. I found this on um, this ABC Chicago, ABC News Chicago. So anybody who wants to read this story, go to tinyurl forward slash DMS story two, the number two. All right, so this is about a birthday. I don't know if y'all heard about this one. This is about a birthday party. So like this guy, he works for a company called Gravity Diagnostics. His name was Kevin Burling. Um, This is Covington, Kentucky. So they have like this birthday thing where they throw everybody birthday parties. And this guy has like, I believe it was an anxiety disorder. And so that means they're like, he was, he basically told them, can you just skip over me? I don't want to have a panic attack. Please skip over me. So you already know they threw a birthday party anyway. He has a panic attack. He runs out to the car because he's just panicking so bad. So then he had to leave for the day. They told him to go ahead and leave for the day. When he come back two days later, they have a meeting with him telling him he overreacted and that you know he needs to you know he, he shouldn't have acted in that way i'm paraphrasing so then he has another panic attack because of the follow-up meeting right so then they wait a whole about a week later and they fire him some of their in fear for their life i'm paraphrasing but basically they're saying they're in fear for their life they're scared you know he might do something to them and then he sued honey and he got four hundred fifty thousand dollars. so tavon what you think that ain't money. Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I've, you know, um, congratulations, definitely kudos to you. I only say that because, uh, in the, I have dealt with my own levels of mental illness and, uh-huh. you know, for one mental illness is not something to play with. It is very, right. very serious. And I definitely mm-hmm. believe that if you feel the need to go and talk to someone, there's nothing wrong with going out and reaching to someone else outside of yourself. Right. And it's never, you know, wrong to go get help. But um, I've been in very situ- various situations where because of incidents that have happened to myself, um, and people knowing my history or things that I have gone through, you know, uh, someone had leased my marijuana with PCP and I ended up going on like a three month trip and I ended up in the psychiatric ward. And so they pretty much labeled me as bipolar after that. Schizoaffective because of what I was explaining to them, what I was actually able to see. And even though it was just me explaining what I was able to see. They still mm-hmm. looked at me in a way and and used that against me. So now in certain instances, I will be considered crazy because, oh, well, you have a history of this, that. So we'll just base what you got going on off of what we see instead of right. actually hearing what is going on. But because it's not in a book or something that they can't explain, you know, they rule you out. So I definitely yes. am glad that he was taken care of and someone at least heard the fact that he was filled with anxiety. That That's not something that you poke at somebody about because you never right. know what that will cause you to do. Some people have create, committed suicide that way, you know, just being pushed over the edge. Some people don't have the minds like we do. You know, not everybody is built for tough. Some people are just little Toyotas, you know? Yes. <laughs> 
And that's Absolutely. not a bad thing, but it's just, hey, be your little Toyota. Don't try to do too much more than what you know you can't handle. I like that. I like that. That that was and and I I will say it's like you was reading a chapter in my book because everything you said, to be quite honest, happened to me when I was in my early twenties. Uh, like everything you said, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> so like, oh like, are you? Look, Thank are you. you. Thank you. Like what is happening? So Kelly, you said that was not enough money. Elaborate, ma'am. Elaborate. <laughs> um, Pain I'm suffering. glad that he got his thing. Got that money. Right. But it wasn't enough. There's no amount of money you could put on making somebody feel worse. No, you're right. Right. That right. makes them already feel worse. Right. right. So Absolutely. I lost my job. You don't know if his car got repoed. Yes, you I forgot about that. Pain and suffering. His house. All of those things, 45000 or whatever that number was, is not enough money. Absolutely. I like that. And you are correct. And my perspective, because you know I got the adult bullying thing. Like I be counseling my clients. Look, I got a whole YouTube on mm -hmm. workplace bullying. I will torment somebody all the way to the end. You go ahead and step up in Don Michelle's salon. You hear what I said? So let me you will get something. a good time. <laughs> Look, I don't be playing. They leave me alone. We went to war when I first got there. I was sick of this mess. But let me and how loud she is. Right. That's how loud she is there. That's very loud. Very, very loud. But let me, my opinion on this is that this dude did it correctly. Because in order to prove workplace bullying, you got to report it to the EEOC. They want time and dates. You can't just be like, they're harassing no. me. You got to yeah. have meticulous yeah. times and dates. And they're, they was ignorant. A lot of these back alley me personally, and I'm uh, I don't care if this statement sounds prejudiced, what I'm about to say, I do not care. But where I'm from, in Peachy County, where it's mostly black people, to me, they can see the lawsuit coming faster than these back alley country towns. Because out here, it was like they were just doing a whole lot of craziness as if they're their own bureaucracy. And I'm like, so that's what I saw when I saw this man. And I was like, oh, they thought they could do whatever the F they wanted to do. Yeah, especially and because they probably thought he wasn't going to do anything about it. Absolutely. And, and then, if, if, you know, it goes further than that because they their thought is even if you think you're going to sue, we're going to torture you all the way up to trial. That's how crazy some people are. No, that's you see exactly what, what they were thinking because I've Absolutely. been in the middle of that. Absolutely. So, so honey, he went and got him a daggone lawyer. He did this done right, got him a jury trial. And they awarded him that money. And I bet you one thing, I bet you they changed policies because he has every right to say, I don't want a birthday party. What if it was a religious thing? Like right. me, I don't even celebrate birthdays. What if he said, you still it's because of my religion? Right. He has the right to say no. And that's the thing I didn't understand when I moved down here. They don't respect boundaries down here when you meet certain type of people where no. they think they can do whatever they want to to you and black people do this too yeah where they oh, think they can you, do whatever they want another to. chapter in my book right now why are you doing that though <laughs> look we have adopted the the, under, the underbelly of white supremacy we do that too because that's why <laughs> i first experienced that kind of ridiculousness is with black people when i like kelly been there when i was fighting the landlords for the commercial landlords that was like workplace bullying this is black folk this is black folk. And the first question people say is, oh my God, is that a white man? No, these is black people. 
and we don't think that that can happen because we see the skin black but forget that you know at the end of the day you can adopt any type of doctrine from any race absolutely and we have assimilated to this country what else do we know how long we've been away from africa you see what i'm saying yeah like we have assimilated we are american you know, yeah. and that's and it's every look at how you know the guy ran over them people up in uh, the New England states at the Christmas parade. That was a black man. As soon as I heard the name Darrell or Darnell, I said, "Oh Lord, it's a black man." Oh my goodness! You know, it's like we've adopted it. What we we mimic it, and that's you know? because of you know what they've what they've learned to properly do, and that is yep. propagate, which we allow them to do, propagate us and indoctrinate us in ways that. We can really change, but we just don't have the energy nor information to do. Yes. And, and you know what? It comes from problem solving. So that taking us back to the narcissistic thing, it's a way of solving problems. If you're if you choose not to go to therapy, which most narcissists do not do. Right. You're stuck. Why should they change? They only change because they think it's something wrong. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Why, they think in their brain, if I could bully my way until the day I die, why I'm a change? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Look, Kelly, but Kelly, I'll be hitting you though, right? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'll be hitting you though. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to thank y'all for coming on my show as my Black Ice, get your plug right now. Peace, peace. Thank you again. You can follow me on Instagram at T-A-Y-V-O-M-J-O-H-N-S-U-N-33. And you can add me on Spotify, Apple Music, and all other music platforms with all caps, B-L-A-C-K-I, period, C, period, E. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kelly, girl. You're welcome. Okay, so anybody want to listen to this podcast we also have a thursday podcast come out at 4 p.m for research research shows podcast you can find all the episodes on our link tree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash research shows podcast and everybody have a wonderful day on purpose hey don't go anywhere we'll be right back after this commercial break Hey, this is a quick ad to appeal to anybody who is looking to advertise on our podcast. It will play on as many podcast episodes as you would like. So it's up to you. In order to get details, visit us at our link tree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash research shows podcast and click on the link for advertising. everybody welcome welcome back from that commercial break this is research shows in the morning i am don williams your host today we got miss lolita clark and this is two tips from lolita how you doing today miss lolita marvelous marvelous (laughs) thank you so much for coming on again no problem anytime all right so we're gonna jump right into this subject since you are a realtor for the state of maryland I want you to like give like a summary on 
what is the importance of being pre-qualified? I noticed that um, a lot of people, not just the ones you tell me about, but a lot of clients I have, they'll think that you could just go house shopping without being pre-qualified. And I need you to say, what's the importance of getting that pre-qualification letter? First of all, you need to get pre-qualified because you need to know how much of a house you can afford. There's no need of me going out here and showing you a house that's 400 and you only qualify for 250. That's the waste of my time. That's the waste of your time. It's best to get pre-qualified because it prepares you for what the things that you need to do to get there. You get pre-qualified, you can go anywhere, but you got to stay within your price range. So right. it's very, very important to get pre-qualified. And what, what are some of the bad things that you know of that has happened to people who flat out said, I'm not getting pre-qualified and just jump out there looking for houses? What are some of the bad things that can happen with that? Well, first of all, they're not going to get nowhere. Mm -hmm. You can't get no house without a mortgage lender. Right. You going out there trying to get a house, where are you going to get the money from? Right. It's very important. The first process you want to do is speak with a mortgage lender. Because he'll tell you if, you, if your credit score is low, he'll tell you what you need to do to bring it up. If your credit score is right, he'll get you, you know, stuff lined up, get your paperwork together, tell you how much a house you can afford. Then you go house hunting. Right. You can't go, you can't get the, you can't get the buggy before the horse. Absolutely. All right. So what are two tips that you would give somebody who right now is looking for a house? First of all, check your credit score. Okay. Second of all, don't open up no new accounts. Don't go get out. No, don't get no new charge card. Don't go out there and buy no card. Don't open no new accounts because that's gonna that's gonna hinder you right there. Okay. Excellent. All right. So I want you to give your plug. Let everybody know how can they contact you. I can be contacted at 703-772-3873 or you can email me at nisswellita at yahoo.com or lolita at powerhouseteamdmv.com. That's a mouthful I know. Thank you, ma'am. And then she's also on Instagram and Facebook at nisswellita. So as always, you can find all of our episodes. Oh, can um, I, find you? I have one oh, more okay. too. Okay. I can also be. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. At Lolita Clark. Excellent. Okay, so as always, you can find all of our episodes under our link tree at link.tree forward slash research shows podcast to catch any more on Apple, iHeart, and Spotify. So everybody, stay tuned. We're gonna have this short commercial break before we get into our next segment. Hi, this is Dawn Williams. I would like to do this quick ad for Technology for Seniors. I am the founder of Technology for Seniors, and that is a program to help our elderly understand technology. A lot of times, they don't even know what kind of phone they have, let alone how to go through certain interfaces and don't even mention social media. So currently we have an app. If you go and look under the research departments, it's right now, it's only on Google Play. 
We have an online curriculum for those who are more advanced who can actually go online. And we have in-person classes for those who need help just getting to the internet. So those are currently available in Southern Maryland. Just visit us on our link tree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the research departments. Or you can call 240-516-6922. You can also text that number. And thank you. Have a wonderful Gaming for Noobs with Amar. This is Gaming for Noobs, Umar speaking. Alright, Umar, what's the name of this new game you're talking about? This is a new game I play, but it is called Apex Legends. Apex Legends. What what is Apex Legends about? I want you to describe it. Apex Legends is a battle royale topic that was very popular between 2019 and 2017. Those were the golden years of battle royales. What is battle royale? A battle royale is basically you drop in, you loot areas, you grab your guns, you kill other players, and if if you're the last one alive, you win. I want you to review it. On scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst, how would you rate this game? 5. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so, like, where is this being played? What platform? Xbox, PlayStation, and personal computer and laptop. All right. How long has this game been out? I think since 2018, maybe 2019. Okay. Reason why I stopped playing it was because, not because of the gameplay or nothing was wrong with it, it's because of this company called EA. Now EA is a is a uh, uh what do you call it? Mm-hmm. Oh, a company who works with uh, Respawn. Now Respawn is the brains of this whole operation who made Apex Legends, and EA is in charge of money. And they overcharge everything. Why do you think they overcharge? What do you mean? My, there's something called heirlooms. Mm-hmm. Heirlooms are basically, they don't increase your damage, just for display. It costs $500. Of play money? No. Oh, real money? Yes. Shut your mouth. And there are, there are about 12 of them. $12,000 you are about to lose, and it does not increase your damage or anything. Oh. So... Oh, wow. Okay. Didn't know that one. So, do you play with, like, the same people? How do you play this? Are you playing independently, or can you play with other people, or is it both? You could, you could play with up to three people. Me, or, like, Raya and Sean. Okay. Alright. And then, what is special or unique about this game? The movement, the gameplay, and the shooting. That's it. Everything else is the same, is the same as Battle Royale. Okay. And then, how did you find out about this game? That's a good question. Oh, I don't know. One day I just stumbled upon us with it. And... So, like, was it like a, a gaming uh, a store? Like, online? How do you stumble yeah. upon it? They have, like, search things? It's called it's called Microsoft Store. Now, Oh, okay. Microsoft made uh, the main... Uh, they made some other stuff. I, I don't really know right now, but they made the Xbox and they made Microsoft Store. 
Now, you could go on Top Free Games, which is where I found. Is that what you're on right now? Yeah. <laughs> right Apex Legends. Well, they can't see. But we shall, hopefully, we can put this one on YouTube so they can actually have a visual. Mm -hmm. Maybe, inshallah, we'll see. Okay, but tell it for people who can't see it. Um, it's basically like the Play Store or Apple Store, and it gives you like top free games and for free. And Apex Legends was one of them. Okay. And let me see. What else we got to say? Did I say I already actually what was, yeah, I actually was especially unique about it. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, what forums are talking about it? Like, are they talking about this on TikTok? Because the other one, they weren't talking every, about it. Every social media. Every social no, media. No, GTA, yes, they was. Oh, they were? Every social media. Okay. All right. Thank you, Umar. Uh. <laughs> you can say you're welcome. Or... You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs>
the to me the epitome of this because me me myself i even wrote a letter to the governor of the state because they weren't going to charge these men but because mm -hmm. of this because of this he calls fedex i wrote fedex too he calls fedex they tell him not only to return to the office they not not only you can't take all but they gave him the same route for the very next day like no mm. empathy no understanding mm -hmm. And mm -hmm, I mm -hmm, thought mm -hmm. that was disgusting. And I want your perspective on why you think that employers don't care. And do you have to make them care? That's the thing. People don't understand. I feel as though you got to make people care. I, um, unfortunately, a lot of our big corporations and so forth, um, everything is about the bottom line, which is the dollar. Right. They have no concern of um, people's health. And this is a good example. I uh, read an article yesterday and these uh, a McDonald's in New York, up in New York, um, they have like sewage and things of that nature um, coming out of their pipes and stuff at the job. The oh, people man. are, you know, the staff people are calling the headquarters, et cetera. And they're like telling them, you know, about this odor, you know, people are getting sick, nauseated, wanting to throw up, et cetera, et cetera. And believe it or not, this has been going on for over time. And they know they have sent nobody there yet to rectify this problem. What's wow. wrong with that picture? What is wrong with that picture? You know, so, you know, you have, unfortunately, um, you know, I've gone through some things, you know, even where I work at. Now, every year we have issues with the heat in the building. Right. It's the fact, whereas the system is so old that you don't want to replace the parts you you know what i'm saying and if you're replacing the par parts and if you're having to do this every year don't you think it's about time for you to invest in another hvac system yeah right you know what exactly. i'm saying why do you keep putting band-aids on the issue right so you know again you know it's the bottom line for them um nobody is caring about people's health about people's you know well-being they don't care that oh well i just want you to go back and i want you to deliver these packages tomorrow that you didn't deliver your life don't mean nothing so if you get shot oh oh well we'll put somebody else in in this place to to take that route um mm. not understanding the effect that that you're having on people's families um right. etc so what type of safety uh, measures are you taking um you know for your staff people so you know so i know for us we've had a big turnaround you know you know with the pandemic and so forth and you have these good old boys mm -hmm. just like you have in the with the politics and all that that they're teaching these their kids and so forth the same behavior that they grew up on and and it just spools out so much hatred I'm not understanding what is going on whereas we are not equal as women and men and everything boils down to color. Yeah. So, you know, I'm black. I'm not supposed to be in your neighborhood because I'm black. Then, are you kidding who, who me? Talks, we, who talks to deliver your stuff? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Are, are, are we going backwards in time? You know, look at look at what's going on where the government is trying to tell people, your politicians is trying to tell women that even if you get raped, you can't get an abortion. We're gonna charge you with murder. What? Well, we already know what that's Who about. Who put you in charge I, I of feel, my body? 
I feel as though the abortion issue, every issue that po a lot of issues politicians introduce is not even about what it is on the surface. I really, in my whole heart, oh, no, I'm serious. Not. I it's think a, they it's about it's, it's about control. But see, you don't. They don't realize what they what they're talking about. It affects you. Sit up here and you talk about people on welfare and you keep having all these kids, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and you don't know what the circumstances are. There are so many kids out here that are here as a as as a victim or their parents were victim because they were raped and they were not allowed to have abortions. You go to some of these other countries or whatever, you let a woman be talking about some abortion. You know, and they're raping women all over the world. And like I said, in other countries, more so than the United States, but it still goes on over here. How are you going to tell me that I'm supposed to have a rapist's child? You know what I'm saying? That I'm going to be loving to that child. Yep, some you might have that uh, have that, that spiritual growth that can maybe look past that. But all people cannot do that. Right. You know, I what agree. about if the woman have a husband or whatever? How is that husband going to look at his wife? And Knowing baby. that that child, is, that child came through uh, uh, being raped by, uh, you know what I'm saying? You were uh, violated. You know what I'm saying? And, and but you're gonna tell me that I have to raise this child after I've been violated and traumatized. You know, so you know, it, like I said, it just go everything is about control to me. You have these women out here that uh um get uh, public assistance, um, you know, from the government, and but in one breath you're telling them you need to stop having so many kids, and in the next breath you're gonna tell me, Well, I can't get rid of this child. Or whatever, because I'm gonna be tried for murder, or arrested for murder. Right, and then you probably you might have a, a a supervisor that's un that's not understanding of certain things. So that's what I'm saying. I feel as though with working conditions, that nobody's looking at with this abortion issue. Why do these women want to get the abortion and address that issue? Because there are a lot of reasons why that could nope. be seriously addressed. Look at yep. how much it costs yep. Yep. to raise children. It's, 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 I mean, we're going backwards. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that nothing is addressed in regards to just the financial aspect of why it's yeah, so hard absolutely. to have children. It, and it's hard to have in a two-parent household to, to raise right? children how expensive it is. And then look at how our parents and stuff struggle, you know, to raise us, even with, with uh, households that have two parents. Right. You know, it's difficult. And you're steadily raising prices for, for housing, for food. Right. You know what I'm saying? To get back and forth to work, to feed your babies. Like now, you have a shortage on on um, milk for the for the infants. Like what? So, so uh, I think, I think we need to get back um, to in that instance doing things in our own country to uh, make the people of the United States strive and stop outsourcing stuff to other countries because it's cheaper. Because in the long run, is it cheaper? Right. Because we the we the government, you know, as far as the people, we're the ones who having to pay for this. It's not coming out of the rich people's pockets or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't pay certain taxes and all that. I can do this on the income taxes, et cetera, et cetera. We can't do that. We're going to jail. Right. So as far as um I want you to tell people who don't understand the power of paper trails and how it's supposed to go in regards to a supervisor like this young man we were speaking of. What is the next step I if somebody is that? 
Go ahead. I think I think it's very important. And you and I have had this talk years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, put stuff in writing. You know, even if you look at some of these judge shows and stuff, they say, well, did you text them? You know what I'm saying? Did you send them an email? Mm-hmm. Did you send them a letter? You have got to put stuff in writing because that's what, what people understand. So this is a good example. <clears throat> I had an issue, you know, and you and I've had this discussion with T-Mobile and my phone. And the uh, person that was servicing my phone lost over $500 of, uh, I mean, 500 contacts of mine. Right. And so, you know, I'm calling them, trying to get some type of um, information. Everybody that I'm calling, I'm getting their little number or whatever that they have that's attached to their name. And so I sat down and wrote a letter to the CEO, the CFO, the COO. Why, when them people got their letter, they were calling me. Oh, Miss Dorsey. Right. Oh, my God. You know what? Right. And so yes. you have to put things in writing because they can't, you can't untrace that. Right. You know, you can't untrace that. And so they compensated me, you know what I'm saying, sent me a brand new phone overnight and put credit on my account or whatever that, you know, I, I could use to like pay my bills or whatever, for, you know, pay that particular bill for some months or whatever. And of course, my family said, no, I don't know why you writing them and you keep calling them. They ain't going to give you nothing. I said, oh, no, I'm not letting this go. Right. And I continue and I was diligent. You know what I'm saying? I was diligent that, uh-uh, no, you're not getting away with this. It's not fair. We are the customers. Right. You know what I'm saying? We are what make your businesses thrive. If we weren't, weren't buying your product, using your service or whatever, you wouldn't have no business. Right. So you just can't treat people any kind of way because you think that because you're making money or whatever and you don't have to uh, look at the problems that's that's at the surface that's in your particular organization or whatever or if you got like chain stores and these and that this and that you're gonna have to keep that type of stuff up in order to have uh continued services you know uh train your people have continued tra- you know tra- training for your people or whatever because things are always changing yeah you know what i'm saying you have to address uh the issues with whatever changes is going on. You can't keep going on with what's going on in the end or how you did business in the past. You got to give yeah. the people what they want or, or you know, or or else. Absolutely. You know, you, you're going you're gonna to have to answer to why you're not doing things or whatever for the people that you're serving. And that's in all compartments, you know, in capacities with your politicians, with your big uh, organizations, even with your smaller businesses. Um, I know for me that I'm not going to service anyone or whatever that I know that treats me like trash. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's even with your job or whatever. You know, that's why you have people quitting jobs, going to another job, et cetera, et cetera, because it's how um, a lot of times it might be the management at your facility. And if mm-hmm. people are calling you and complaining about certain um, things that are going on with management, then it's up to you as the head to straighten that out, whether it means training that person or even dismissing that person. Right. You will let your whole staff be miserable because of one person or your business to run sour because of one person. Don't make sense to me. Right. It doesn't. But a lot of people they don't work on sense. <laughs> well, that's well we well look, we know that we see that every day, don't we? <laughs> we see that every day, unfortunately. Unfortunately. 
right. So thank you, Miss Debbie, for your opinion. And thank you for coming on the show. Yes, ma'am. Love you much. All right. So anybody listen to this, you can catch all of our other episodes. We also air another episode on episodes every Thursdays at, at 4 p.m. In addition to this one, that um, is going to air every Monday at, at 6 a.m. And you could find them on Apple, Spotify, and I Am Heart Radio at our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash research shows podcast. So please stay tuned and we'll be back after this commercial break. Hi, this is Dawn Williams. I would like to do this quick ad for Technology for Seniors. I am the founder of Technology for Seniors, and that is a program to help our elderly understand technology. A lot of times, they don't even know what kind of phone they have, let alone how to go through certain interfaces and don't even mention social media. So currently we have an app. If you go and look under the research departments, it's right now it's only on Google Play. We have an online curriculum for those who are more advanced, who can actually go online. And we have in-person classes for those who need help just getting to the internet. So those are currently available in Southern Maryland. Just visit us on our link tree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the research departments, or you can call 240-516-6922. You can also text that number. And thank you. Have a wonderful day. All right, all right, this is Dawn. We're going to go right into emotion. Uh, excuse me. We're going to go right into our motivational word. And we're going to end our podcast with this one. You were in the second episode. This one, we're going to go into workplace bullying. I want anybody who's experiencing this thing. First of all, anybody who's young listening to this. Bullying doesn't just stop at childhood. So you might have been bullied in high school, elementary school, even by your family members. It doesn't stop just because you may change location, just because you may graduate from high school. It continues. And it took me a long time to understand that. And the first thing you need to understand is it's not about you. Most of the time, a lot of times, it is not about you why the workplace bullying is bullying you. And I'm going to give a personal example. I worked at a location where I was a contractor, a permanent contractor. So the particular administrator, from my understanding, and along with previous uh, people that worked in this particular facility, were stealing. It was known. They funnel money through the area I was working at and they were stealing and putting it on other people or uh, trying to get rid of certain people to try to explain away why money is particularly missing. So what was happening was the particular administrator was picking fights with everybody. It was just, you know, and I, it was just like uh, the er, me, I was the hairdresser. Then you got the, the bread guy that's coming in. And I just kept hearing from different people that she is picking fights with all these different people. You actually think that these workplace bullies are doing this just off a of GP, just to have fun. Yes, they have G fun in the process, right? Yeah, they do. 
have it's enjoyable to get you upset right but it's not solely about that most of the time it's about for my case in particular let me start some stuff with her kick off an argument then I, she can already label me as combative because you know why she can already label me she's already spreading the lies prior to the confrontation you see what i'm saying so once she do that and then i explode then she already got witnesses you see, she pulled me in. They, it's a typical ambush they do. They pull you in a room with like a couple people. So they got witnesses because they've already established you as the problem. And then if it goes their way, they have documentation, witnesses. They can hurry up and get you out the building. You see, there's a way to combat that stuff. There's a way to combat that stuff. I'm going to give a little tip because I am a workplace bullying consultant. I help people a lot with this particular thing. First tip is, honey, start emailing yourself. You hear me? Because if you start emailing them initially, they're going to go off and act crazy like how dare you email me because they don't want the paper trail. But if you start emailing yourself, you already got a time and date stamp of whatever happened that cannot be refuted if you sit before an ambush. They might pull you into an ambush. You, you ain't got nothing but your phone. So you can just pull it up and go and research, you know, and you put in the subject line evidence. So everything you pull up that says evidence, you can say, oh, well, on this date, you called me crazy. On this date, you were nitpicking about this, this and that. Because once you do this, anybody who is their immediate supervisor, even if let's say this escalates, you know, to where you uh, have to report this to EEOC, the government, you know, so that you can get your settlement. The first thing they ask you is when did it happen? What you going to say? September last year? What you going to say? You going to need an accurate, a meticulous <laughs> database with notes, excessive notes. But you know why? Because then they know you're not lying. See, liars don't keep excessive notes because you can't keep up with your lies. But if you are telling the truth consistently, your story won't change. It won't waver. So that's my advice for anybody. Keep meticulous notes. And I hope you have a wonderful day on purpose. And before we end, don't forget we got our Thursday episodes for Research Shows podcast. That's for our entrepreneurs. And we're going to do every Monday, inshallah, for the morning show at 6 a.m. You can visit our link tree for everything in regards to advertising, in regards to YouTube, our different platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple, whatever. And that's at link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash research shows podcast. So I want everybody to have a wonderful day on purpose. Research shows podcast. Research Shows Podcast.